0: Welcome back to another episode of No But Yeah. Today we have a very, very special episode. Um, so should we just like introduce ourselves really quickly? I'm, I'm Lily.
1: And I'm Kendall.
2: And I'm Nikki. Guest yes! of the pod. Yes. Thank you guys for having me. <gasps> oh. Oh, <laughs> oh there's bam. a boo there. Oh, boo, boo. <laughs> no,
1: we're literally so excited to have Nikki here because Nikki you have stayed true and strong. You have been persistent about being on the pod and we appreciate that because we've been slacking and so we're so glad that you're our like second guest.
2: I know. I'm so. I love how I said thank you for inviting me because I invited myself actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, thank you so much for having me, as if I haven't been asking to be on the podcast. That's like,
0: also just the way that Kendall and I operate. It's like unless someone is reaching out to us, we won't make the effort. Yeah. It's so
1: like, <laughs> sorry. I'm just gonna. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I get real up close and personal with the mic. It's Perfect. Just, yeah. Yeah, But anyway, so Nikki, we we all have so much in common. We were literally just talking about before, theater.
3: Ah, the the, the theater. theater. The theater, <laughs> the theater <laughs> and, if you will.
1: Um, Lily and I are very strong patrons of the <laughs> arts. And with, what show did we see? Company.
0: Company, Company. yes. Company at William & Mary? Yes. yes. And we
1: break out into show tunes all, the, all time. the time. A lot of people think that I was a former theater kid, but actually I just... I wasn't. I just hung out around them in high school. But
0: she no. she has to continually reassert that as well. Just so everyone knows I was not a theater kid. I was not. I just hung out with them. That could be
2: worse. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh.
0: A peripheral yeah.
1: theater kid. <laughs> so like what's your favorite musical?
2: Oh, my gosh. Well, what I will say is, I don't know if it's my favorite musical, but the first musical I was introduced to, I was five years old. And it was Rent, which, in retrospect, probably was not the most appropriate musical to introduce a five-year-old child to. (coughs) But, like, my dad just had no concept of, like, what kind of media was, like, appropriate for us. But it was – Rent was, like, my first musical and, like – There's, like, several songs in it where, like, the stripper character is, like, singing about being a stripper. (laughs) And, like, I would just, like, go around and sing those songs around the house. Um, Yeah. Yeah. As as five-year-olds do. And we were just singing a song from Rent the other day.
3: 525,600.
1: 525,600 minutes. You know what's so funny? I was, like, singing that song the other day in the kitchen. And Grace was like, I don't get that song. I don't get the lyrics like what do you mean measure your life in love and I'm just like Grace what what do you mean you don't get the song and then <laughs> I just launched into this whole thing about how like when you leave this earth it's not gonna be about how much money you have or how many cars it's how many lives you've touched
2: <laughs> and she was like oh I don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah but
1: my favorite song from Rent is Light My Candle it's like, it's like when she's like, I think it's the stripper character. Actually. Yeah, Mimi.
2: Mimi. Exactly. I,
1: I also love, um, hairspray. Mm. Good morning, Baltimore. Without fail, no matter what city I, I have never, like, whatever city I'm in, good morning, Baltimore. Yeah. Good morning, Virginia.
0: It, and it, it used to be when Kendall was living in Midtown by herself, she would, like, <laughs> burst open the curtains in the morning and sing that song to the Midtown parking lot.
1: Um, I'm going to miss that view. Yeah. Not really, actually.
2: But you're <laughs> a fan of uh, Zach Efron in the movie? Am I like a fan s- of Zach Efron? In the movie. Yeah. Yeah. He
1: did what he had to do. <laughs> they were doubting him. They were saying, oh, he's just a Disney Channel high school musical, da 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 He can't. Boom. Performance.
2: Yeah. He showed mm-hmm. them. He showed them.
1: Yeah.
0: Interesting. So you, beyond the theater,
2: you're also involved in sketch comedy? I am. I'm a part of Pink Tax Comedy. So I write sketches, perform in sketches, do improv. I'm the stage manager for the group, so I do a lot of the technical you know, oh. stuff for the group as well. But yeah, I do a little bit of everything in the group. So how did you, did you, did, had you done comedy and stuff before? No, not at all. I like didn't even have intentions of joining a comedy group when I came to college. But I found out of the group because um, Renee Richie, who was the founder of the group, I knew her boyfriend before I knew her. And he was like, Hey, my girlfriend's starting a comedy group. I just think you should audition. And he was like, No pressure though. Like, I just want to he was like just trying to help, you know, get the word out. And I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'll audition, you know, not me, like, yeah, I'll create hype. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not like that. But I was like, Yeah, I'll audition, I'll support, you know, this because it's always cool, I think, when someone on campus is like doing something new or like trying a new club or something like that. And I ended up auditioning and she was like, You're actually really funny. And I was like, Oh, I am? <laughs> You're um and then I joined, and the rest is history. Ah. So That's what did awesome. the audition process look oh, yeah. like? I'm really curious about that oh, my gosh. Okay, well, so at least when I auditioned, uh, when the club was not yet anything, um, a bunch of girls um, from... Trippin' on Bricks were really nice, and they helped out Renee. And what she did was she actually ended up pulling different sketches from SNL because we didn't have any sketches of our own at that point, right? And kind of asked people to read those sketches and kind of see how they were good at, you know, performing sketch material. And then she asked people to pitch um, sketch ideas as well. I can't even remember what my pitch was at this point. but, And then the girls from Trippin' on Bricks taught all of us at the auditions improv games as well to do. Because, like, I think almost – None of us had a background in any sort of comedy, sketch writing, or improv, except for maybe one of the girls of, like, the original group. But since then, like, now in our, in our audition process, like, we have sketches, like, in our inventory now that we've performed at shows. So, like, our new members will, like, perform in those sketches in the audition process. And now we know, you know, how to do improv games and stuff, so...
0: Oh my gosh, that's, that's so, so fun! fun. Yeah,
2: yeah, maybe maybe we should have a no, but yeah, Pink Tax collab in the future. I think yeah. there I needs think so. to be. I Absolutely. think so. Absolutely. I'm needs like
0: thinking be.
1: like, what's the process like when you like sit down to like write a sketch? Like, what is it like? Use like five minutes or something? Like you have multiple in the show. Like we went to that. We went to your first. Pink Our tax first show. show. Oh my yes. gosh,
2: Pink Tax commits tax
3: fraud. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes,
2: yes. <laughs> yeah, I um like my writing process for sketches is just all over the place. Um, I always joke that like my sketches like come from like, I'm such a what if person. I'm always like, what if this, what if that? And I feel like that where all of my sketches kind of come from. So I, for the first show that you guys saw, my sketch that I wrote was kind of this idea of like, what if like, in like a circle time reading out loud, it was like a woman teaching like children about like pyramid schemes and like MLMs. Uh,
0: (laughs) I think I remember that one.
2: Yeah, um, just really random, horrible questions like that. But I think everybody kind of has their own process and different kinds of sketches, which is really cool. Like I'm a big um, patronage of the arts, also pop culture, I'd like to say. Um, So I feel like whatever's kind of happening in the world of entertainment and celebrity is always an inspiration for my sketches as well. Like, I know for me, like, anything Gwyneth Paltrow does is just perfect to me. <laughs> mm. So I feel like anything kind of Gwyneth Paltrow related is always goop. a- Goop. Ooh. Just the idea of Goop <laughs> is just awesome.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I remember one time I tweeted, like, so glad to announce my internship with Goop over the summer. God, and so I wish. I was like, wait, really? And I was like, Goop, come on. Goop. No. Goop. Goop. You're being goopy. You're
2: being gooped and gagged. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wished because um like during the the trial, her ski trial, I guess God was that what? Like a couple months ago now? Yeah. Like obviously I usually never expect to take the side of like a celebrity multimillionaire, but I had to be Team Gwen all the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't help myself.
1: And because of her amazing performance on Glee. Yes. Mm. Uh, Holly Holiday. Yes. yes. Are we Gleeks in the house? We are Gleeks I'm in the Gleek. house.
2: A thousand percent.
1: Yeah. I'm a Gleek and I'm proud.
2: Gleek. Gleek rights. Gleek rights.
0: <laughs>
1: Wait, so, Kendall, yeah. what's the song
0: that you listened to the Glee version of just the other day in the car? <laughs>
1: Blame it on the alcohol. Yes. <laughs> what That's a great episode.
0: episode. Yeah, I feel like there was another one.
1: I've I've got a playlist going. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Okay. But
1: yeah, Blame on the Alcohol. Like, that is not Jamie Foxx's song anymore. I'm sorry. It's Mercedes and Artie. Like, that's their song. Mm. It's it's just so good. But okay. Sketch comedy. Love that. Goop. So maybe we might see some like goop sketches in the future. A
2: thousand percent. I know. I feel like I should like really focus on like writing like a sketch for Gwyneth Paltrow and maybe I'll send it to her.
1: Oh. And her
0: team, <laughs> I like get
2: like, like a cease and desist instead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like it's like what's what's gonna be the forum for which she would she would perform your sketch?
2: Gosh, I don't just know, just like
0: Instagram Live or
2: I I could only hope, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a Z Way Julia Fox style Instagram oh. Live, just like constantly everybody in the comments like tagging her, like, join, join!" They're, she's talking about you, <laughs> oh Gwen, oh Gwen.
1: Speaking of Gwyneth Paltrow, have you heard the rumor that Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce with her? With Gwyneth
0: Paltrow? Yeah,
1: she's Becky with the good hair.
0: (gasps) Oh my god. Because
1: Beyonce, Jay-Z, Chris, Martin, and when they were married, they were like good couple friends. And then something went down. Hmm. That's just a conspiracy. I would have
0: never expected that.
1: Really? Can you see it? To this day, I still wonder if that's true. I feel like we've talked about it on the podcast before. If he really cheated on her.
3: Hmm. Hmm. Mm. <laughs>
2: it would just, I, I just find it hard, like, just picturing, like, Gwentha in general just having, like, normal, um, just, like, human conversations with anybody. So, like, that's why, I'm not saying it didn't happen, but, like, Gwyneth like just going through like the social maneuvers of like having to cheat just yeah. seems like complicated for her yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean
1: she doesn't have the riz to cheat
2: not even that but like I think that like she's just kind of in her own world and I feel like anything that kind of seems like going out of her own way I don't know
1: yeah what this is, is really a deep cell. goop goop
2: Oh, Oh, so
1: you know Super Goop is that? That's the sunscreen. uh, Yeah, which is unrelated to Goop, I believe. Really?
2: Yeah, yeah. I was under the impression for the longest time that Super Goop was related to Goop, but
1: it's
0: not. I don't think it is, and I think isn't Goop like
2: suing them? No, not suing them.
1: No, we're gonna get sued for talking about.
2: But I know that they Goop does sell, like, products, like, body scrubs, lotions, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, the candle that smells like her vagina. Right. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Uh, I so was wondering. Had, like, intimate, like, care stuff for, like, $500.
2: Well, because she did have a Netflix show where it was, like, a, um, she was kind of acting like a sex therapist. Oh, yeah. Where mm. she kind of was giving um, intimacy advice to couples on Netflix. <gasps>
1: mm. Offer experiences with Jay-Z. Right.
2: Right. She's like, remember me from, you know, <laughs> Shakespeare in Love. Um, oh, my gosh. But it came out the other day that she uses her Oscar as a doorstop in her house.
1: That checks. It does track. Mm-hmm. You know
2: what I mean? Like, she just can't be bothered by anything. <laughs>
1: Oops. Sometimes, you know. Oops. Doors are heavy. And Oscar. Wait. Wait. How heavy does an Oscar have to be? So have a door. It's pretty you-
2: I think it's a lot heavier than we think it is.
1: And they just, you know, the celebrities, they just shoot it up into the air when they win. Like it's nothing.
2: It's like a
0: 20 pound weight, actually.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that, like, the adrenaline, they're like, oh fuck, when they're at the top holding it?
1: Wait. That's so funny. Yeah. Okay. So we've talked about pink tax and our soon to be. We quickly
2: deviated to Gwen. Yes.
1: And we quickly deviated to Gwen Gwen. Gwenine. But I love that. So, yes, we have a lot of commonalities, but date party. How oh, yeah, experience. We had so much fun the other weekend. Nikki, we had a date party. You went with your date, right? Yes, for date was my redate. It, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love not knowing what button does what. I'm just I know. blindly <laughs> tapping. Yeah, but we had so much fun and we got turned Wait, Trentina. can we just
0: quickly explain the context of, like, how you all were invited to this event? Like, I think. It, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's important. For, like, it is important. for, like, hosting the context.
1: pregame, they got, we, the entire house, like, got to go to the state party.
0: So it's a fraternity. Fr- frat. Frat. Frat rat. And one of Kendall and Nikki's friends, and mine as well,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh acting like I don't know her, um, is the sweetheart for this fraternity. And that is why the pregame was being hosted at Kendall's house. And that is why Nikki was redates. redates. Yes. Yeah. And I, we were zip
1: tied. Oh, yes. Yes. So like the idea is that you have to finish like a bottle of something. Yeah. But n-
2: I don't think. I don't think anyone really did that. that.
1: And you could easily like slip out.
0: Like, also, like Who. <laughs> for a theme like that like who's the enforcer <laughs> like who's right. the police to make sure everyone finishes
2: well technically legally they can't even um say that um because it's like against like hazing laws in virginia oh. and i guess virginia in the past couple of years now has been like a lot more strict with which is good so like when they were like actively putting the zip ties on this, they're like, by the way, like you don't have to finish this. To get out. Like they were doing, they're like they're reading like their terms and agreement like at the front door, <laughs> like covering all their bases to make sure like nobody would like sue them, I guess or anything. But um, yeah, no, which was like so funny. It's like so there really is no enforcer of it.
3: Yeah,
1: and then I was like, what do you do if you have to use the bathroom? He was just like, we'll just cut you out. And I was like,
0: hmm. well, that's boring.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but yeah, we danced. We dance our little hearts out mm. little boogie shuggy mm. wait boogie shuggy
0: wait Kendall, who were you zip tied to Isa. oh love so that
1: i think i just had a freudian slip boogie booger sugar. <laughs> 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 i like found that out like maybe like a couple of months ago that people call like cocaine like booger sugar
3: oh i, was, like, oh, wait. <laughs> I didn't know that
1: <laughs> that's funny Obviously, drugs are not funny, and addiction is not cool. Uh, <laughs> so if you or a loved one are struggling, <laughs> please seek help.
2: Yeah, and that leads us to our sponsor, BetterHelp. <laughs> <laughs> Use code no but yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, wait. That sounded so real. But-
0: Kendall and I at one point in time, sorry, just another interjection on that. We at one point tried to like find ads that we could do <laughs> in the podcast, and they were like, weird ones for some gym in maryland really yeah remember this yeah it was like it was like we could say something about this random gym in maryland and get like two dollars on the
1: podcast Which, which would go towards eventually a coffee (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. one coffee <copy. laughs> one and we would split it just down the middle just like
2: yeah. a tenth of a coffee at like column 15 now yeah
1: Also oh. oh, affectionately called swallum
2: 15
1: Swallow. we can talk about that we can talk about what's happening to our beautiful charismatic charming warm just so college like coffee shops are now just being like sanitized like why does modernization like or like renovation always like equal like gray you know yeah and like just taking away character
2: Mm. that's how i feel about the new pbk music building i like walked in i'm like why is this why is this so sterile yeah where's the where's the color
1: where's the whimsical
2: yeah people aren't whimsical anymore
3: Mm.
1: and that's the problem that's the issue yeah yeah you know that's a really good question hmm why is it always why is it always like sterile and like sleek and like like granite Mm. everyone loves granite
0: (laughs) (laughs) in some ways with this school i think it's because it's actually cheaper to do that and like not have any whimsicalness and like get rid of the color and like design so it's just gray yeah and it's like all windows
1: yes i will say and I don't even know if I can say that the coffee is better. It's just like sweeter. Oh, I don't yeah. like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Which is like at cool all. for me, but like I understand that people are actually coffee drinkers and do not want to just have a cup drink of drink sweetener. A- <laughs> a just sweet like five milk. packs of stevia. Yeah. So I respect that, but
2: well, I would be able to deal with the fact that it's like gray and sleek and granite and even the fact that the coffee is so sweet if it didn't like cost like me taking out a mortgage to <laughs> yeah. buy a coffee
1: <laughs>
0: no literally
1: my dining dollars which are my girl bucks are just at, stars to me
0: I'm at that point in the semester where I'm like embarrassed To have like the amount that I have left flash up on the screen, (laughs) and the person behind me be like super judgy. (laughs) So I'm always trying to like cover it with my body. Not gonna
2: lie, I do get judgy. I'm just like, (laughs) because it lingers, like it like almost it stays up on the screen for like half a second too long, and you're like, yeah,
1: (laughs) and I'm just like, "Hmm,"
2: you're like. damn <laughs> damn exactly and
0: like, you're like yes i did eat chick-fil-a five times this week like if it is, it's obvious i know
1: oh my gosh chick-fil-a chick-fil-a i will say like the kiosks are very efficient but like just like every time i go in there it's never chill it's just always like super packed hella heads i'm <laughs> Ew. just like what's going on here but like they do move fast you can't even lie
2: i feel like i'm being herded, though yeah
1: and they're like move move move." no i'm like i'm a
2: sheep and i've never had any original thoughts for myself (laughs) that's how i feel when i'm in the chick-fil-a line
0: and then when like actual humans like come in and they like can't understand the system because (laughs) no other chick-fil-a in the country is run like this i always feel so bad and they're always like old people they're like, yeah. I just like a sandwich, no pickles. <laughs> and they, like, can't figure out how to do it because of the
2: weird kiosks.
1: Yeah. Dang.
2: Maybe we just have two Chick-fil-A's next to each other, and it's, mm-hmm. like, just for women Mary, and then everybody else. Yeah. yeah.
1: Normal Chick-fil-A,
0: and it's segregation. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oops. <laughs> <Oopsies>. <laughs> but Oopsies. the Starbucks is very
1: sweaty, very nice. But Speaking of
2: gray and granite mm. and, and gr- slabs.
1: But has that always been Starbucks' vibe?
0: yeah my problem with it is there's no space to sit there's like two chairs <laughs> and it's yeah i don't know i just
2: really don't enjoy it yeah
1: maybe that, that table in the back that really long table
2: mm. but, but you have to be like camped out to even get to, a space right. like i once rolled up at eight thirty, thinking it was early and all of the tables were already taken i was like oh okay, okay.
0: Also, like till the day I die, I would rather get in a car and drive to the Starbucks that's far away than like walk to the Starbucks. Wow, I just can't do it because I I'm a I'm a PJ's Starbucks customer and I just I can't do that in the, in this jammies. one. Jammies, oh my gosh! Yeah.
1: The other oh, no, it was last week. Like Lily, you had a sleepover and we were like in our jammies. And our jammies.
0: In our, our matching jammies. Right, we have matching oh. jammies mm-hmm.
1: And we're watching Bachelor in Paradise. Nikki, do you follow the Bachelor franchise?
2: I actually don't, which seems really shocking because I follow almost every other reality TV program. But funny enough, my grandfather was a huge bachelor head like really I know like so like literally up until like the day he died just obsessed with the bachelor so I always kind of knew about what was going on in bachelor world just through him like the demographic for the bachelor at the like I don't know as of like three years ago it was like women between the ages of like 15 and 25 and then this like random (laughs) white man that was like 79 (laughs) in fairfield (laughs) connecticut oh my gosh
1: I love that no yeah yeah. like there was this one season where there was like a mega bachelor fan like in I don't know what maybe he was like Katie's season but like he got like found out and, like this dude's weird he's like a super fan wait what on the show yeah but I don't know if that was like them just you know how they just like this is the formula every single season for at least like the Bachelorette in my opinion it's like guys are in they're chatting they're having a good time whatever and then there's always like problematic dude very problematic dude (laughs) and then there is a like group surrounding him who like does not like problematic dude's behavior so they go and they tell the bachelorette instead of spending time the precious time that they have that they could be talking about things with her they're talking about ratting out this dude and then it just it just spirals from there that's always the formula
0: it is always always the formula yeah and then the formula after the show is they get engaged.
1: And then there's
0: a big racism scandal.
3: <laughs> yeah. And
0: I'm like, guys, you really could have vetted these people just a little bit. I know they fit. I know they fit what you're looking for. Christian, white, likes their family. Just a
2: bit glazed is what ha- the adjective <laughs> yeah. I would use. Yes.
1: But we, we are bachelor heads a little bit, I would say. I feel like
2: I need to get into it because I feel like... I don't know before I tried once, but I think I was just too young because once again, my grandfather was so into it. So like, I don't know. I like was like trying to watch it and I was like in seventh grade and it just wasn't clicking for me. But what was clicking for me was the Real Housewives. (laughs) (laughs) I am a Real Housewives girl.
1: I'm surprised that I, I just get my clips from like TikTok and I'm like constantly like the Real Housewives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like quoting, like, I feel like I should be on that wave
0: yeah, I haven't watched it either, but my dad, my dad is a real housewives girl. Mm-hmm. and he calls them his um documentaries that he watches
2: because <laughs> that's how I feel too, because it is a do- it is like uh it is a documentary. It is a anthropological study of the upper middle class to upper class because some of them aren't even it's not, some of them aren't even rich anymore. Yeah, not some really? of the franchises they're not really focusing on the wealth anymore okay. which is like fine but it's like so what are they focusing on? in the sense where it's like um, I feel like when Real Housewives first started it was kind of this mm-hmm. idea that it was these really ridiculous women with so much wealth that they just like weren't tied down to reality mm. whereas some of them now it's like not that they're by any means like um, like poor but like there are like housewives that have gone broke yeah. like actually broke or just like aren't, so for example, like the real housewives of Potomac, only like two of them live in Potomac. Not that there's anything like, I mean, you know, not that there's anything wrong with not living in Potomac, but like that where they're trying to curate this, like, um, really like Potomac's like a close community. And it's like the, who knows who, and we're rubbing shoulders with the most important people in like the greater DC area, but some of them like, don't even like live, like live like hour, and hour and a half away from Potomac. Um, and it's like the same with, um, Salt Lake city. And I think there's been other issues with that, whatever, but yeah. But like then for example, I guess, gosh, like two years ago, they tried to do real housewives of Dubai and those women are like actually wealthy. <laughs> yeah. And that was the first time I realized, like, Oh, like paying like $10,000 to have someone deliver a huge ice cube to like cool you down your pool. Like oh, that kind of wealthy. Like, like one of the real houses, like she like lived in the Burj Khalifa. I'm like oh okay so this is like actual okay. like wealth and so that's kind of what you think you want but then you realize oh no this is like kind of upsetting
0: <laughs> yeah okay interesting but I,
2: I want yeah. to get into the golden bachelor I think if that's how I think really? that'd be, I don't know is that like not a good place for me to start in bachelor nation oh <laughs> Ooh, that
1: just, was actually accurate like, I
0: just all I know is I saw the trailer and I saw And I don't mean this. I just preface this. This is not me trying to be, what is it called, ageist? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to be ageist, but I really, there's just something about, how old is he? 71? Like a 71-year-old man, like making out, like macking. Oh, they're macking. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Let's
0: not forget that, like, all of the, like, little clips of him and his, like, testimonies are, like... (sighs)
2: my wife passed
3: six months ago yeah. six months <laughs> like, what
2: and she, he's on the bachelor no
1: she like passed away. <laughs> uh, She. i think she like passed away in like maybe 2016 or something oh oh, uh, okay, that's better 2017 something yeah but like at the same time like obviously i always say this like it, there's nothing wrong with you finding love after like the loss of a spouse but it's just like do you really have to go on a trashy reality show that has <laughs> been known for, like, 20-something, like, influencers getting on and just, like, being raunchy? Like, why? Why is that how you have to proceed with this? Oh. Like, I would haunt him. I would haunt
2: <laughs> him. Yeah, I don't know why, because in my head I was like, oh, Golden Ambassador. Like, maybe they'll go to the park and, like, feed birds together on their dates. Mm. I, I didn't realize it was, like, the same idea of the bachelor but just like what if he was significantly older
1: yeah. wait i actually see i haven't seen it so i actually okay. don't know
2: what their dates are. been maybe
1: they have like tailored like the dates to be more like age appropriate but like
2: or just not yeah
1: <laughs> they're playing like flag football in bikinis <laughs> <laughs> stop
2: wait i'm actually literally looking it up i want to know what they've done OMG.
1: but like what other shows are you into like do you watch love island
2: Um, casually. I would never say, like, I really committed to watching a full season of it. I feel like that's the same with Bachelor. Like, I'll, like, see the episodes, or, like, I'll watch, like, what's kind of happening, like, on, like, TikTok or Twitter or something like that. But I'm a huge Survivor fan. Mm. Love Survivor. Mm. Love The Amazing Race. Well, they're back on now. And I also am perpetually fascinated by Love is Blind. I'm not caught up for this current season. But it's just, like, they... Took everything that works from The Bachelor and then made it worse. Love is blind. Like, it's just like, what if we took the most horrible, desperate singles (laughs) who want to be influencers, put them, and then put them in conditions for like where they're talking to a wall for 16 hours, (laughs) really probably not getting paid barely, not having great conditions, but they're shoving alcohol down their throats and see what happens. And ex- it's a mess and, it's a mess
1: and I feel like the first season of like love is blind was like okay this is like a new thing like we're like really moving past the superficial like appearances and like really like trying to find spouses and I feel like they've been successful like Cameron and Lauren or something. yeah
2: I think I think what made the first season successful is because it was the first like there yeah. was nothing else like people didn't realize how big it would be a eh? and then be like people didn't really like realize that like you could become an influencer from this. So I feel like the first season was kind of like the most authentic in that way. And since then I feel like it's kind of devolved into other reality TV dating shows, which is fine, but just kind of trying to pose as a super authentic way to find marriage. I feel like there's always a couple from each season that is actually like real and is working like um, Brett and Tiffany from season four. I feel like are kind of like the closest we've come back to a Cameron and Lauren, but
1: okay. And wait, now that you talk about this, that reminds me of, like, Married at First Sight. Yeah. It's like been on forever.
2: It has been.
1: But they just skip the whole, like, let's chat to each other. And they just get right into, like, the wedding. That was always a really fun show. Yeah. Like, what? You just married a stranger. It's never that serious. It's never that serious. It is never that serious.
0: I also think it's it's so interesting to hear you say, like, like real relationship or like whatever because like I just I just think I'm so I'm so hypercritical when I watch those shows that I'm like none of this is real none of it and like I don't know I just feel like when you have the influences of like the camera and like you were on the show because you wanted to be an influence because you wanted to get the ad deals whatever I think it's just interesting to suppose that even I don't know yeah, I suppose as real I'm as it psych- can
2: be on a reality TV show, like I don't know, but like it's kind of funny because like the couple I mentioned, um, Brett and Tiffany from the season four, it's like they were like they had like a conflict, but it was almost like normal like marriage at first set conflict. It's like how are we going to combine our finances?
3: Mm, Like stuff mm. like
2: that. But like, obviously they didn't really get a lot of airtime because like they weren't screaming and fighting and throwing things at each other. So I'm not saying that like they didn't have ulterior motives of getting onto the show because like, you know, I think the, the husband, he's like a shoe designer. So I think he has his own brand. Obviously that probably helped him in promoting that, but probably as authentic as you can be on a reality TV show, I think is like the vibe.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: I don't know. I just need to interject here because I've I just there's some good quotes from this Women's Health magazine um, article from uh, the on the Golden Bachelor. Hold on.
2: Oh, perfect. Yes.
0: (laughs) Wait.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'll do that after every quote. Like
0: I don't. This is this is serious and sentimental, but it just makes me laugh. Okay, here's the quote. After being greeted by host Jesse Palmer. Gary was ready to meet the ladies first to arrive was Edith who stunned in a golden gown, very on brand. He also chatted with Ellen who gave a shout out to her late friend, Roberta, who was battling cancer at the time of filming. Oh, the two of them bonded over the idea that it's never too late to fall in love. (laughs) And there's another one. There's another one. Um, Following introductions, April was the first to pull Gary aside. They talked for a bit before she gifted him with the calendar of, well, herself.
1: Oh, <laughs> wait, gift idea.
0: And for context, April is sixty-five, <laughs> and
2: Gary is seventy-two. Age gap. Yeah, that's age like gap.
1: Kind of inappropriate. <laughs> that's this doesn't uncomfy. seem. Yeah, this
2: doesn't seem okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But, um but yeah, The Golden Bachelor, Too Hot to Handle, that's a fun oh, show.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Is that Mark Wahlberg that hosts that? No, not no, no, Mark Wahlberg, not the no. actual Mark Wahlberg, but the TV show host Mark, Mark Wahlberg. There's two Mark Wahlbergs. Really? Yeah. <laughs> we there two know that. There's 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 actor Mark Wahlberg that we know, and then there's a separate Mark Wahlberg that just hosts different dating shows. And like um, he did the Oh my gosh, Moment of Truth. Mm. like back in the early 2000s there's two mark Wahlbergs.
1: wow um, okay this too hot to handle doesn't have like a host really it's like um a it's like the
0: no it's like the no sex no intimacy uh
2: yeah gotcha and then
1: it like costs like a kiss is like what three thousand dollars oh my god away from the pot but you would think people would just stop doing that so they could like save the money but on the contrary and then like the next morning they're like you have seven thousand dollars taken and everyone's like what just happened who did what last night and they're just like guys if you did something just say something like, <laughs> it's not, like, this, is a, this is a circle of trust on. it's like it's so funny
2: wait so are people getting voted off is it also like people are getting mm-hmm. kicked off
1: you can get kicked off but it doesn't happen very often Uh gotcha and In- the
2: point
0: is that the, they cast people who are like sex addicts. <laughs> you know, I was about to say,
1: <laughs> that's so funny. Like, do they not, like? Oh, like look at this. And they always like disguise like the island before, so they yes. don't think they're actually going on too hot to handle. They right. Think it's, like, Adventure Island, like sexy singles on an island doing adventure stuff. And then it's like the questionnaires are like, Are you an influencer? How old are you? Where are you from? And how many times um a month do you have sex like (laughs) like things like that i'm just like and you guys aren't clicking it's not yeah
2: oh my gosh that's like why i like could never be on like a show like well for many reasons but also (laughs) i'd be like oh perfect (laughs) i'd I'd be like oh perfect i'd just be like a nun the entire time
1: (laughs) love island man every i think that is just the life every morning wake up tanning sunnies tea banter banter maybe might work out work out i use in like air quotes because like what are yeah. they doing but yeah and it's like just chatting
2: i love the love island mic packs <laughs> yeah.
0: oh yes yes i do too
2: i we could sh- yeah only hope to i don't know maybe like that's like the next upgrade for no but yeah mm, getting mm. the love island mic packs
1: <laughs> and just walking around yeah
2: exactly yeah, and you have
1: to
0: wear them around your waist you know and like take yeah. them off when you go in the pool
1: yeah OMG, speaking of pools, guys, this morning our pool was closed. They came in and they...
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wrong button. Uh. I think it's this. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it's turning toxic green. Like, it's disgusting. But they just put a tarp over it. And so we will see it again in the spring, hopefully. But, yeah, end of an era. For real
0: end of the skinny dipping at 2
1: a.m from <laughs> random people who've hopped over your fence and, uh, <laughs> how often has that happened once but uh. one time too many <laughs> <laughs> just like guys why why but yeah so we're, we're we've closed the pool but like we should still have like a love island themed party
3: mm. and
1: abby who are my housemates, are the social chairs. They are self-appointed social oh my chairs God. of our house. And I'm going to say it, like, they have been slacking on their job. Oh.
2: Um, yeah. So yeah. what's your role in your house, then?
1: Um, candles. Candles.
2: Candles. Candle. Yeah. Candles. Candles. I like
1: candles. I just make sure that the house smells good. That's my role.
0: Should we tell everyone about the smell? The <laughs> <Ooh>.
1: smell. <laughs> Uh, oh
3: my gosh! <laughs> so
0: i was at kendall's house probably two or three weeks yeah. ago now and as she said she's like the candle person like she prides herself on smells so her room of course it's the night starts off so good like it smells good we're ready to go we're getting ready for this party that her house is having and i don't know what i guess you had like You had like rum or something or Coke. You had Coke in your fridge. So I opened my fridge. In her room. Sugar boogers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so it's, she, she opens up the fridge in her, in, in her closed room. And all of a sudden, it is like the rankest smell ever is like floating out into yeah, the room. It
1: <laughs> smelled like 10 cans of Bounce That Ass. And it was so hurtful for people to like walk by my door and be like, guys, what is that smell? Oh, that's disgusting. And like, I'm just like, guys, you know, this This isn't me. This isn't me. And I have to like pry open my windows and like, it was just so crazy so
0: it turns (laughs) out it was some like cheese that kendall had wasn't
1: it was it cheese i we have not gotten to the bottom of that mystery but it doesn't
0: smell anymore i thought you threw out some cheese
1: i don't oh i maybe that was it but nothing was rotting it was just like
0: it was just it's
1: bad news it was bad news stinky but that didn't stop me from (laughs) (laughs) The cheese
2: touch. the cheese touch
1: the cheese touch but yeah Grace, our friend, our mutual friend, she's all of our friends, some closer than others. <laughs> <laughs> um, has requested that we also talk about female friendships in this episode. Oh God, she really wants us to talk about what it's like living in our harems, mm. um, and like just like that vibe. But yeah, Nikki, do you want to
2: say yeah. something? Well, I live in an off-campus tri delta house. Uh, with three other girls in my sorority it's called the jungle mm. um which we we know and love and yeah no it's been great um like I joke uh because obviously fall breaks coming up and all of them are going home except for me and this is like the first living situation that I actually like <laughs> <laughs> it's actually good and positive so it's like oh my roommates our big thing that we do is we love to have a lay we say with each other Aww. just choose someone's bed grab the stuffed animals I just have a lay.
1: I love that. That is very relatable. Like you're switching like rooms every night.
2: And like- it's never my room because <laughs> I live in a closet. Um, and I like, I feel like it's my freshman year again. Like I'm in a twin XL. Oh. <laughs> and even that bed is too big. Like my parents were genuinely asking, would it just be worth it to get like an inflatable mattress that I inflate and deflate every night? And I was like, no. Oh my god, it's a very that was it was it was a bit of dramatic on their part. But I live in a very tiny, tiny room, so it's really it's never my bed.
3: Mm. <laughs>
2: it's never my room. Never my bed. It'd be interesting to see if all four of us could
1: just fit and just hang out. I
2: think we would just have to be like stacked <laughs> on each other. But yeah, no, it's been great. We have. um a karaoke machine in our house too, which has definitely been put to good use mm. by me. No one else really. <laughs> <laughs> it Wait, was what's like
1: go to karaoke. Song? Oh, good question.
2: My problem is I see the karaoke machine and I won't actually put in any because it has like the CDs. It's like one of those karaoke machines with this like you put in. There's different CDs. I just kind of like turn it on and just talk or <laughs> um, just kind of like do like parts of like different songs like last night was like redates Ren 10 and oh, yeah. i was just like trying to like sing like redate like billy eilish just like over mm. and over again like hey. like just that <laughs> but i was just doing like that for like 20 minutes to the point where my roommates were like can you hey like girl like can we stop like <laughs> choose a new song but I'll, i don't know i need to develop it. i feel like that's such an essential question in your 20s what's your go-to karaoke song yeah and i was like oh just like talking into the microphone isn't an option <laughs> right right <laughs> right
1: talking just talking <laughs>
2: Yeah. I
0: also struggle with that question of karaoke song. Kendall,
1: I wh- feel what like is yours? honestly, and we have never had the opportunity to like get out of the house and like go do to it. like do karaoke. We should do that absolutely after fall break. Um, but I'm going to say, um, oh, not at leaving my head, the, Ash- <laughs> the Ashley Simpson song. <laughs> oh my God. Finally rest my head on something real. That one, right? Not Ashley Simpson, but her sister. Not Jessica, but her sister. <laughs> oh my God! No, Wait, and think. then Gloria, by Laura. And I was butcher her last name. Gloria, you're always on the run now. Oh
0: yes, yes, yeah. And then if we had a duet, it would be I keep
2: going to live oh to yes. pray
1: um we love that one
0: and then if it was
2: the three of us it would be blame it on the alcohol <laughs> the Glee <plea> version <laughs> oh my god wait but grace is gonna get so mad at us for like um, going off topic going off topic so oh, back to so back to female yes, friendships yes back She's to
1: like female friendships to like, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. um you live in a sorority yes, house as well
0: i live in my sorority house i lived there last year as well
1: i i totally
0: feel you like i feel like i'm Especially this year, maybe it's just because like senior year, like people leaving. I'm like, no, no, you can't leave. You just can't leave. Um, so, yeah, it's been a really positive living experience for me too. There's there's always there's always drama, but I I feed off the drama. <laughs> and Are
2: you ever in the center of it? Um, <laughs> the mm-hmm. fact they have to think
1: about that. Mm.
0: Uh, I'd say no until I usually tell someone and then it's a problem. <laughs> so you're kind of the bone
2: carrier of yes. is what they call it in the Bravo world when you're kind of just s- spreading yeah. The drama.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the town crier. though. I, <laughs> see, I, I maintain a very like neutral persona, I think. Yeah. So that that helps me out. In some way, I always weasel myself out of any kind of problem. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's very good. It's been a very positive impact.
1: Love that. And I'm always there. And Kendall <laughs> just, is always there. Just there.
0: hmm Yeah, I also feel like for me, too, it was, like, I had, like, very strong female friendships in high school. And then, like, freshman and sophomore year, I had that definitely with my, like, freshman hallmates and stuff. But it just, I don't know, because it was, like, COVID and everything, it, it felt like almost like a forced relationship, too, sometimes. So, like... I don't know. Now I'm like very grateful for all of the like women I have around me.
1: Gratitude.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: about you, Kendall?
1: Um. Yeah. Like I went from living by myself last year to being in a house with six other girls, but we're all like close friends. Like it's just a party every day. Mm-hmm. And like you know, it's a, it's an adjustment to like living with like so many people. Like you're obviously like kitchen isn't always gonna look how you want it to and like you know those shared living spaces isn't you know up to your standards whatever but you have to like let that go because at the end of the day like you are like two feet away from like your best friends and yeah. again the group lay that that's the best like you just pick a bed and you just gab mm-hmm. it's so fun and it's like I don't even really mind too much like hearing like the noises and like the talking and chatter because it's like it's people I love it's people in my heart it's yeah. lively and you know, I've said this at the beginning. I don't know if I said it on the pod, but, like, I feel like every day of senior year, like, no matter what test is going on or, like, oh, like, this sucks, like, I'm going to soak it in because it's mm. not going to be here forever. True. And, you know, hashtag live. Hashtag live. Hashtag
2: live. <laughs> and your room's pretty sick, I will say. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Except for when it has a uh, stinky smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except when
2: the cheese touch is rampant. Cheese <laughs> cheese touches there.
1: But yeah, female friendship is important. And then like when we talk about like not to get on the post grad train too much, but I'm just saying that like we're gonna be moving to different places, different cities, and it's like, you know, you pick a job for the money, you pick a location for like the nightlife or whatever, it's like why can't you pick a location to be with your friends? Mm-hmm. To be close mm-hmm. to like the people who fill you up. That's what life's about. So, um yeah.
0: The people who fill you up. Oh <laughs>
1: um, like you um, uh, like fill you up We're circling
2: back to last episode Call Girl <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um
0: Yeah no. They
1: give you joy.
0: Like give you joy. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Hmm.
3: Let's
1: check on the time. I feel like we are always just like just shy of like but we get it together mm-hmm. every episode. But, Nikki, like, you're going to be here again. I know. Yeah. This is so much fun, guys. And Pink Tax comedy, like... When's the next show?
2: Our next show is November 2nd, but I actually won't be in the show. I know. It's my best friend from home. It's her family weekend that weekend, and her family can't go. So I'm going to go and be her family for that weekend.
3: That's nice.
2: Yeah. So I'm going to the great state. She goes to Indiana University at Bloomington. No
3: way. So
2: I'm going to Indiana, which I've never been to before. I'm excited to really just dive deep into the Midwest.
0: Mm. Yeah. And as a Kentucky girl, I... I appreciate your want to really dive deep into the Midwest there. Mm-hmm.
2: I do think the Midwest gets weird slack for no reason. Mm. I I say this as someone who has not really experienced a lot of the Midwest. <laughs> I was in Chicago for one summer, which I realized also doesn't really count because it's like a city. Mm-hmm. but I was like, just like the people are so nice. like yeah, actual, fantastic place. Very. Uh, Chicago. but also it's like a nice that feels very um genuine. Like even the cat calling is kinder.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh a cat calling doesn't even make you think it's cat calling at first.
1: <laughs> hey yo, you got a beautiful spirit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: exactly. No, but uh-huh. my friend was like, yeah, like, um, like you're just gonna pass a lot of cornfields. I'm like, oh, I don't mind a cornfield.
1: Are you driving or
2: I'm not, I'm flying because okay. I don't have a car. Yeah. um also yeah it's a part of my lore I just like don't really drive um me but, as
1: well me as well
2: um but I'm taking a flight but because I'm leaving at a Richmond airport it was first also expensive but also um like going backwards in a way so like I have to go from Richmond to Atlanta then Atlanta to Indiana yeah. International Airport I guess that's
1: just the way it works yeah the and airport.
2: then she'll pick me up and i think the drive's about an hour from the airport um but i think some of our other friends from high school are also going that weekend so um oh. a friend from jmu coming a friend that goes to nyu will come Love all to indiana yeah you guys are real ones we are about <laughs> hoosiers like go yeah. hoosiers hoosiers yeah no Who's your daddy who's your daddy <laughs> yeah no but i'm excited because i think it's just a different world there so sh- it's her sororities family weekend and i yeah no like to go to a big 10 sorority is obviously mm. very different oh. vibes no but she met kendall jenner yesterday because kendall Jenner what oh in- i
1: i thought that was uh, sh- at champagne
2: and she went to indiana before that oh wow the pj i guess so
1: Kendall Jenner is just
2: like she's on this college tour for Eight One Eight, and my friend got a photo with her. And my f- back of my f- uh, best friend, her phone case is like kind of that photo of Kendall Jenner with like the l- lollipop and like I don't know, it was kind of like, kind of became this like Pinteresty image. It's like oh. Kendall Jenner with glasses and she's like flipping off the camera, but like has a red lollipop or whatever. I don't even know where it came from, but like <laughs> I don't know, it's like that on her phone case. So her- Kendall Jenner signed her phone case because oh, Kendall Jenner oh my was on her gosh. phone case, yeah. And That's she got to cool. try like um, they were doing like different eight one eight drinks at all these bars. But so it's like funny because like eight one eight tequila is like very nice tequila, or at least cons- expensive, more expensive tequila. And it's at all, all these like kind of crappy like college bars. <laughs> yeah. She's just there. I feel like Paul's definitely yeah, like, no. Can you imagine? I like Wait, I can really
1: taste the difference between what you would just give me. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like
2: i I was just thinking about this today. I was like, okay, like Kendall Jenner is always going to these big like Big Ten or like Midwestern schools doing this i don't think that's really attainable for Lemon Mary to have her so i'm trying to think who would be attainable for mm. us um Who's
1: gonna give us tequila <laughs>
2: it has to be tequila or, or or i don't even know i'm like what i'm like is it, i'm like what d e f g list <laughs> celebrity mm. is coming mm. to Lemon Mary to bars i'm I like thinking one. maybe some, oh, wait, wait, go ahead
1: well obviously we've got like the outer bank star oh, oh yeah, yeah. right
2: um this is the guy that plays Ward Cameron. Ward
1: Cameron, yeah, doesn't have a real name. You will always be Ward. He Cameron. does.
0: It's um, Chip Esten.
1: Okay, yeah. Wow. He
0: because a, he was in he was in my dad's fraternity. They're, yeah. they're friends. They're but brothers. They're, they're brothers. brothers.
1: But he hasn't been in a while. But I think if we can't get him to like give us tequila, maybe like Randy Jackson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who is Randy Jackson?
1: From American Idol, one of the original judges was Simon Cowell and Paul Abdul randy
0: i don't think i know randy
1: oh my god i think something like that just like hmm it's Mm -hmm. not not cool that i'm meeting you
2: i was like thinking like we could probably get somebody that was like in like old disney channel star (laughs) that like never really made it
3: to (laughs) anywhere
2: like here's the thing i truly (laughs) believe if i carly didn't have a reboot i think we could have gotten like the guy that played freddie you
1: know what i mean like like like, like, in my mind too yeah,
2: the cast of iCarly. Carly, the cast of I yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, so he's serving us tequila. I I'd <laughs> like Freddy. to think <laughs> Freddie. I'd like to think so.
1: Wait, who is that? That duo from Breaking Bad? Like, what's his name? The actor's name Cranston. Brian like- Cranston and Aaron Paul. Yeah, they just like. Oh, to they show have their own
2: brand. Yeah, and, and
1: poor. Or mm, yeah, or like a voice actor. I feel like we
0: love our voice actors here. We do. Yeah.
2: I do, I mean, obviously Pat and as well, but the thing is that that's, I feel like that's too on the nose because mm-hmm. he's like kind of now a phenomenon. I want to know, I genuinely, like he's kind of just like popped up out of nowhere. Like people are like, he's been doing stuff for years. Like, yeah, but I feel like William and Mary hasn't really recognized him as like a prominent alum until recently. Yeah. And I think that, the TikTok tock ratatouille musical did everything for him <laughs> uh, like people like ratatouille became part of the cultural zeitgeist again like i think during covid and yeah. i think that was like kind of a moment where people are like oh pat Oswald, and um not yeah. to like say he wasn't like famous or like didn't have things going for him before but i feel like the last two three years lady mary's really been leaning in to him yeah
0: and I think it would be ignorant to ignore the other things going on, like the fact that we've also had Glenn Youngkin and crazy people come to the campus. That's it's true. Never fun. I think I think we're
2: trying to yeah Glenn cover close up. coming yeah I'm so oh, excited. Wow. I didn't get any tickets. I like the tickets sold out immediately, so I'm not gonna um see her. Which is, is she speaking at homecoming? Yeah, she's doing a couple of different events. There's like one thing that's like a chat with her in PBK, and she'll be at other things too. And obviously, she's like the I don't know what the it is, but like the head of the parade, she has some sort of scepter
0: oh, going on for her. I didn't know that,
2: yeah. So, I guess if anyone goes to the parade, they'll see her. But I want to know what john Stewart has against Layman Mary and why he won't come back. That's <laughs> who I want. John, this is a call out john Stewart, <laughs> john Stewart. If you're listening, which I know you are, first of all, thanks for listening to no, no but yeah. Um, second. I think you should come to Linda Mary and maybe come on the pod.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> Can you imagine? Kendall and I have
2: shots doing it. I'd be on unreal. The pod. I'd
1: be like, so who's your favorite character in Love Island? Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know what I would and say. And he'd be like
2: bug-eyed about like <laughs> the news or something. But that kind of um that's not really related, but kinda of reminds me for Pink Talks, I had this like really big um like long format sketch like video sketch idea with uh Catherine Rowe and I pitched it to her that like we would run it during like midterms time and the plot would be that like I was running against in the midterms for president against her (laughs) and that was like the general thing and I was like it'd be like a three-section thing where it's like the first act of the plot would be like me interviewing her and we somehow get into this fight and the second act would be me on the campaign trail across Lane Mary, like, <laughs> running against her. And the third act would be, like, our reconciliation. And, like, I t- picture, like, the final image would be us walking over the Krimdel Bridge together.
0: Oh! oh. And, what, and did, what did she have to say to uh, that?
2: Her team just, like, wasn't receptive. To, I don't even know if she even heard about it, but her team kind of shot it down. And I was, like, trying to be, like, I think this could be mutually beneficial for us because, like, I think I think her, like, kind of leaning into the ridiculousness of this idea. And obviously I would have given her, like, like a good amount of editing control of like what would be in the script too. Mm-hmm. Um, like obviously like I wouldn't want it just to be like an actual interview. Like I'm like the purpose of it is to be comedic or mm-hmm. a bit of like a um, parody. But like I obviously wouldn't ask anything like crazy disrespectful to her because like I would want it to air. But yeah. her team wasn't really receptive to the idea, which is too bad. But I told them, I was like, I think this would honestly be a good um, for her image. Like I think this would relatively- yeah,
1: she needs it.
0: Yeah. I said, I
2: actually think this would do well for students. The idea of her like leaning into something like this—that's so um, ridiculous. And like then me-
1: supporting like an all-female comedy group. No,
2: exactly. But I told her, I'm like, I think that the idea of us like walking across the Crimdel Bridge together, especially at the very end, like I think that would do wonders <laughs> for the st- and, and heal the school. Enrollment she has a up. team.
1: That's what I'm thinking too. I heard team. I'm like,
2: her team. Yeah, PR? I don't know. Um, it was like pitched to her. Yeah, she has like because I think when you email the president, obviously she's not reading the emails. It's like someone else. I think is filtering things out for her. Oh. Um, but that's okay. I think I'm. My, maybe I'll do like a version of it. It's just like, gosh, it's a wish she agreed to. I think that would have been so funny. Yeah. But maybe Catherine Rose should come on the pod too. Oh, maybe I'll confront her on the pod.
0: <laughs> be like, yeah. why didn't you
1: do my sketch? Oh
2: but, my god, we um, could have the
1: actual reconciliation here.
0: Yeah.
2: And
1: we'll just we have like those um Love Island like, the recons, <laughs> as we're crossing
2: walk. the creml together. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. Have you
2: guys crossed <laughs> the bridge with anybody? I no. I don't know.
1: I know. I'm saving myself. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're gonna say any sort of bridge walk is for marriage <laughs> literally yeah
1: but exciting stuff exciting stuff on the docket yeah True. so even though you you're not gonna be at that pink tax show oh yeah you're come show up
2: november 2nd the theme is pink tax goes wild okay. even though i'm not performing i have two sketches in the show oh that i'll have written and directed even though i won't be there okay so you can we'll, go see we'll keep
1: an eye out for that and definitely yeah. shout it out but this has been so much so
2: much fun
1: and you're gonna be back i know yeah absolutely yeah yeah so we're all gonna see you guys later thanks for tuning in Bye.
3: bye